What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Lens Culture Photography Podcast, hosted by myself, Jonathan Pajak. And I just want to let you guys know the purpose of this podcast is to help all of you guys, photographers, videographers in this awesome industry, grow your business. That is the main purpose here. If you want to access anything I reference in this episode, be sure to head down to the show notes of the episode for additional information. Enough talking. Let's get right into it. Today, you guys are in for a treat. Um, first things first, I want to apologize for my voice, guys. Um, I was a little bit rowdy and excited during the Rays, the Tim Bay Rays um, in the World Series. Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but it was enjoyable screaming a little bit during the games and whatnot. So my voice is a little raspy, plus just not really feeling amazing. Um, but in today's episode, we're talking all about TikTok, guys. Um, and I want to touch a little bit about um, kind of everything, everything I thought of. I have a lot of notes written down that I want to hit and kind of go over and helping you guys navigate that app. Um, some of the topics we'll discuss will be like how to get started with it, kind of what to do and what not to do and stuff like that. Um, it's a very interesting app. I think that people have a lot of misconceptions when it comes to TikTok. I think that they think it won't make them any money. It won't help them in their business whatsoever. Um, but it is another social media platform that has been blowing up. It's been really really big i mean even the president's talking about it i know that that's because of the whole china owned thing but tiktok has been a very very popular platform um it used to only be for a certain age and demographic um but i think it's actually expanding now i mean just the other day my mom texted me and told me she's addicted to tiktok and she's a 50 plus year old woman so it's like very interesting to see how it started uh, as a very young app 15 14 16 years old now, there really doesn't seem to be any sort of age limit. I actually looked up the average age, and the average age on it is like 31. Um, I think it's because of the rise, whereas like even a few months ago, it was like 23 or 22 or something along those lines. But that's just a little bit about the app. And today, I want to tell you why it can be beneficial for you guys if you start posting on it um, more frequently. But first things first, how do you get started with it? Um, getting started with the app itself, it can be daunting. I mean, I literally went through this. Um, I hear other people saying, I don't know how to even make one. I don't even know what to post, how to post. How do these people like make these TikToks? Like, they watch so many of them, and you spend 30, 40 minutes on the app watching all of these videos, but you have no clue what to do or how to post, you know? So getting started can be very, very daunting. It's usually the hardest part. Um, is building the courage to start something new. Um, like I said before, some of you guys may have avoided or even didn't even consider TikTok because of that age demographic. Um, and I think that now is the perfect time to get started with it because as that age demographic is going up and up, you know, I think they say a lot of times like, what, what was the percent that the Wedding Wire put out? I think it was like 70% of couples are under the age of 30 when they get married. It was like something like that. Or I think it was smaller. It was like 60-something percent. Um, so now that the age demographic has surpassed that amount, we know that people that are engaged and are getting married are on the app. So utilizing that platform as a way to market yourself um, in for free right now too is, is a great idea, especially since it is as recognized and blowing up as possible um, and stuff like that. But before we hop into how to get started, guys, I want to say thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you have a quick moment, either after the episode or right now, please leave me a review. That would help me out so much. It helps other people find the podcast and get this information and kind of learn a little bit. And hopefully we can all kind of grow together and whatnot. So the first thing you need to do is make an account. I'm actually going to pull up TikTok on my phone right now as we are um, 
as we're talking about it, because I just want to like be able to look at everything and kind of navigate through. Um, so first thing first is you're going to want to make an account. I know they offer like a personal and also a professional. It's the same sort of thing as um, as Instagram. I think that you get just like um, certain stuff like with the, the analytics and whatnot about um, having a specific account that is, you know, a business account or the pro account as they call it. Um, you can apply for the TikTok creator fund, which you won't be doing anytime soon when you first start, um, but you'll get access to the analytics tab, which is great. Um, for me, I can just easily click and see my analytics and see okay, over the past seven days, I've had X amount of views, X amount of followers in the past seven days, um, profile visits, stuff like that. And you can even go over to like the different tabs, like content tabs, your followers tabs, and kind of just see trends or videos that did have done well in the past or something like that and kind of base that off that. So first things first, create that account, click the pro account. That way you can monitor those analytics a little bit more. Then you're going to want to set a profile picture. Set it to a photo of you, something intriguing. It's a very small little circle on the phone, so it's not like crazy. Um, maybe like a headshot or something like nice. Maybe you holding your camera or holding your dog or something just like inviting. Don't put a logo. No one's going to follow you if you put a logo. I, I, this isn't an app like, um, I don't know, maybe not like Pinterest where companies like post a lot about like what they do. Um, but TikTok is a personal app. People make funny videos. They make dancing videos. They make certain types of weird videos, comedy videos, so they want, it's personable. So put up a photo of you, even if your brand has like two or three photographers, I would suggest putting a photo of like you or maybe you guys as a team. Just remember, you don't have a lot of space to work with. Um, create a catchy bio. I don't have anything crazy in there. Um, I basically almost copied over what I had on Instagram, which is just, you know, I'm a dog lover. Um, I love freaking tacos. I'm, I'm a wedding photographer and videographer. And I just like state my name in that since my business is the at on my TikTok. So I did at lens culture. Um, I don't really know looking back on it. If I, if I can change that, I might, I might just do my name. I think that again, it's personable. So not having lens culture, people are like, who the hell is this? You know? So for me, I think I'm going to change it over to my name, even though that's not the name of my company. Um, people will associate me with photography and videography, at least what I post on there on the app. You can link to your website. There's a, a part where you can put a link to an external link or something like that. If you have like a like a link tree or something that works perfectly, if you just want to link straight to like a landing page in your website or a blog post or any sort of relevant content, do that there. You can also link your Instagram and your YouTube channel. And this was a big game changer for what made me decide to even care about the app because there was nowhere in, in the profile or even on the post where you can put an external link um, and keep that traffic or keep that user going somewhere else where your stuff is at, I didn't have any value in it. To me, I didn't see why would I spend time and energy in creating stuff where I don't get any return. I don't get Instagram followers. I don't get link clicks to my website. You know, So for me, I don't get clicks to my YouTube channel. That didn't do anything for me. But as soon as clicks to Instagram and YouTube and link in the bio was able to, was a thing and then one of their upgrades, I instantly started posting because then that value was given to me as a business owner, I can link to certain pages. I can link to my contact form, stuff like that. Um, so that was a real big benefit. So make sure you link your Instagram and your YouTube channel if you do, if you have one. Um, at this time, I would say maybe decide on a cover image theme. I've noticed that before TikTok really wasn't like Instagram, like your like your theme or your grid didn't have to be super eye popping because people saw single videos at once. And even when they clicked your profile, a lot of times they're just going there to follow you, the analytics show, not necessarily continue to watch a bunch of your videos. 
Um, but the following, the way to follow on TikTok is so easy. It's just a little plus. You don't even have to like go aggressive about it. And because you're constantly seeing new people on the for you page of TikTok, that's why they made it so easy for you to get follows. Um, that way they can see more of your content and stuff like that. But yeah, make a, maybe consider a cover image theme or something. If you want to do like a, a picture you every single time or like text on the screen every single time or no text. Try to keep the colors consistent. That would be great, especially as a brand. Um, and then after this, I this is what I did, and it kind of helped me um, interact with other people, is go through and find other people in your niche. So if you are a wedding planner, then go through and find, maybe if there's other people already posting wedding planning stuff, follow them. Um, photographer, follow the photographer, stuff like that. Um, definitely this is good because, A, now your For You page is going to be kind of filtered with those type of people, so you can kind of get ideas on maybe something you want to post to like, um, obviously don't copy people necessarily. I mean, you can, cause TikTok is a very trending app. Um, people use the same sound over and over and over again. Um, but it'll help you just with inspiration and stuff like that. Then I would go through and I would favorite like the most popular songs. You can go to the music tab and see what is very much so trending. Um, what's the most popular song right now and favorite that and use those songs. You don't always want to be, um, crutching on using songs that are just trending you can you know breach out and try to find songs that are pre-trending that you will probably most likely blow up um that way you maybe can be like with a, and on that top list of that song when people click it to use it so that's how you really get started guys is creating that profile get started create the profile set everything up and then you'll kind of go to creating your own post which is actually the next thing i wanted to touch on um i made a episode uh, i think it was like a month or two ago on creating additional content from wedding films and projects and clients and stuff like that and how beneficial that can be in your business tiktok is a huge example of that we spend so much time every single day doing stuff from answering emails writing out timelines actually editing you know cleaning your gear setting up camera bags you know researching on buying new stuff for your business so much time spent on every little thing within our business and adding a whole nother social media platform when you're already managing an Instagram, a TikTok, a YouTube, you know, a Facebook page, like a Pinterest, like it gets exhausting. So for me, what you want to do and what I've been doing is taking that additional content that I make after every single wedding film and just repurposing it for TikTok. So for vertical stuff, I'll export it one for Instagram stories, TikTok, I'll export it for Instagram itself has a post in like a four by five format. Um, just re-exporting that additional content in ways that make sense for what, whatever social media app you're using. And TikTok's a prime example of using great vertical ads. Um, but like I said, the first thing I would do is, you know, always like those favorite songs and definitely just start with one of those top trending songs for sure. With this said, the first five things you should post as a wedding filmmaker should be wedding filmmaking stuff, in my opinion. You could start off the bat and post you, um, um, but I would say people are going to, I mean, I, again, it's not necessarily like an app where people are going to watch all of your videos, so you can post starting you. I think I would say just use your best work as your first five and then start integrating yourself. You could do an even an introductory TikTok. That's what I did. I did an intro TikTok where basically I did a somewhat trending song and just showed like five or six of my favorite images um, that I took. That wasn't even filmmaking. That was just photos. So a lot of this can be carry over to that as well in other industries um, as well with this information. But spending time to create intriguing TikToks is the big point here. I think that a lot of times 
Gary V says this. A lot of other creators say this. People get in the tendency to just check the box. So they'll make a piece of content for Facebook and then just post that everywhere else. Well, you're not altering that content for um, for the platform you're posting it on. What you would post on Facebook will be completely different than what you would post on LinkedIn. Not only the, the description or how you're posting or the time you're posting it, but also just like the format and even the content itself. TikTok is a very, very quick moving app. People are constantly scrolling that thumb. You know, they're constantly moving. That's why the videos last more than 60 seconds. Some of you guys may say this is like a fake Vine or like a copycat of Vine. I think where Vine did, did, I think what TikTok is doing that Vine didn't was creating a for you page. And then I think also the aspect of the sounds they did a lot better on where people can click a favorite sound and watch all the videos that people have made with this sound. At least the more popular ones are the ones that have more views. Um, And I understand that some people may think that utilizing TikTok won't give them any return on their investment. Later in the episode, we'll kind of go over that a little bit. Um, But spending time creating intriguing TikToks is definitely crucial. I always say that um, plan them out too. Like, you know, for me... I try to post at least, you know, I'd say on every platform one time a week at least. Um, but I plan all of this out. I'm planning how many times a week I'm, I'm posting on Instagram, planning how many times a week I post on Facebook, planning how many times a week I set a pin on Pinterest, stuff like that. So planning out TikToks is the exact same. With that said, this can be time consuming. So record multiple TikToks at once for the ones you're doing of yourself in the video. Um, be you know, um, aggressive with how intriguing you try to make them. If you love doing confetti cannons with your couples, maybe hire an assistant for $15 an hour to come film and do behind the scenes on on a cell phone and make a TikTok about how to shoot a confetti cannon off with your couple, stuff like that. Um, Really intriguing TikToks that keep people like, wow, this is really cool. Like I said before, creating these can be very um, (laughs) daunting. So I'm actually going to put a link in the description of the podcast to a video on YouTube on how to create your first TikTok. It was hard for me. Um, I spent a lot of time sitting in the app trying to figure it out. I couldn't figure out how to even make a 60 second one. I didn't notice you had to pick 60 seconds before you even start filming. I thought it would just let you go as long as you want, but there's like a 15 second and a 60 second. So I watched a bunch of videos. I'm going to link down to the one that helped me the most um, down in the show notes. And hopefully that'll help you guys as well. The one tip I will say is no matter what anybody says, do your absolute best to post in vertical. Um, I know you're going to have some good horizontal landscapes and horizontal shots that you want to show. You could definitely get away with maybe putting a little bit of like a like a colored bar at the bottom of the screen because you will have that description and you will have the um, your at and your hashtags and stuff. Um, you can kind of shift your footage a little bit, you know, in and then just kind of move it up. But post vertical. Don't be that guy that, you know, just like with Instagram TVs when those first came out, people were you just, you know, formatting their vertical bar or formatting their horizontal videos smaller inside of a vertical. And that's just not the way that Instagram TV was designed. Now they do support horizontal completely, but the analytics show people only watch the vertical content. And it's the same thing for TikTok. People watch the vertical content way more than they watch the horizontal content. That's for sure. It's just more intriguing. So, Let's move on on like some do's and don'ts. Um, there's a lot in this category, I think, and I, I'm going to try to be as concise as possible, but kind of help you guys out as much as I possibly can. Like I said before, keep your posts as short and concise as possible. Um, people are these are really short videos: 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 45 seconds. Um, keep it short. You know, if you don't need to spend a whole 60 seconds on talking about 
I don't know how to import your photos into Lightroom. That's a really easy 30 second video in my opinion, maybe even like 20 seconds or something like that. Um, and this, that's just a simple topic that I'm discussing um, is, is like importing into Lightroom. But keep your post short and concise as possible. And don't forget to be you. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. Um, please be you guys because there's only one version of you, not to try to sound cliche, but that's what people fall in love with on these platforms. Me and my girlfriend, we love watching this one girl on TikTok that bought like little plastic hands and she does like her own talking TikToks, but also like ad libs on other popular sounds. And she uses like the hands as her hands in the video. And it's absolutely hilarious. And that's like a, just a classic case of she's being her, you know, she's quirky, funny, and her following is blew up because of how funny she is of just being her. She's not sitting here out here trying to copy other people and stuff like that. You can take inspiration from other people. But I would say definitely be you um, and stuff like that. The next thing I would say in regards to being you is maybe stick to a theme. I know some TikTokers that are strictly comedy talking to the camera based. And that's how they've blown up their, their following on TikTok. Some TikTokers like Addison Rae and stuff like that. They're very dancey and, and lip singing. Like that's how their following became huge was lip singing and dancing on the app. So you just kind of decide, I would say stick to some sort of a rhythm or have like a maybe uh, an equal mix of maybe talking to the camera when you're doing um, teaching stuff and stuff like that um, when it comes to, you know, the type of post that you do. Keep your descriptions intriguing and um, leading as well. I found that my best TikToks have always been the ones where I'm like, you know, you're never going to believe this or wait to the end or this is an um, the the closing is great or something like that to make people think huh i gotta watch this i want to see what this has the goal is to get your viewer to watch the whole video that is how you show up on the for you page that is how the the view count goes up that's how more people will see it once it'll show tiktok like hey people are watching this video all the way through i think this is a really good video let's show it to more people that's kind of how it works kind of the same way with instagram but instagram has gone away with showing other people post based off just likes. They've done it based off interactions too, like commenting, sharing to stories, stuff like that. It used to be just likes, and then obviously before that was chronological. But as you can tell, everybody's gone away with chronological posting because don't forget, their goal is to keep you on the app as long as possible. They want to show you more ads. That's how they make their money. So by doing chronological and you get to a point where you're all caught up, um, they lose you staying on the app and therefore they can't show you more ads. Um, if you've seen the movie Social Dilemma, it's kind of me referencing to that, which is a little bit scary to think and, and that whole movie is kind of daunting. Um, but give it a listen and it'll help you definitely with managing your social media, especially as a business owner, guys. We spend way too much time on these apps for business use and then when you're off work or not working and then you're on it for personal use. The numbers can be absolutely insane, but again, resorting back to, you know, using your existing content, not having to spend too much time in the app, but okay, moving on to what the do's and don'ts, um, or back to the do's and don'ts. First thing is don't overuse your hashtags. I see a lot of people that put way too many and there's no real description in the video. I see some people use a little bit too little, um, and I think overusing them is probably a little bit worse because you're just spamming the, the account. This goes for Instagram too. Instagram has shown more times than not. Yes, you can use 20 or whatever, how many, I don't even know how many it is anymore because I never even go past 10. Because for me, I like to stick with my five and five rule, five niche ones, five broad ones. Um, I kind of do the same thing for TikTok, but again, you like Twitter, you have a limit on the characters you can use in your description because it is overlapping on the video. So my goal is to use a small description that's intriguing and leading while also using 
two to four hashtags that are niche down and then also maybe a little bit broad. So you could do like hashtag wedding or wedding dress and then you could do like hashtag, you know, St. Pete wedding photographer or like hashtag love is good. I don't know, something creating that's niche that doesn't have 5.6 billion uh, hashtags. Like if you looked up the for you hashtag, that for you hashtag is so overused that the chance of you not if you're not already popular like when Addison Ray and her video has hashtag for you and she gets 7 million likes she's probably going to show up on your for you page because it's already being interacted with like crazy and she's got hashtag for you in in the in the um, description but for me I would tell you guys to use the correct hashtags use four to five whatever you can fit after you put a description and niche two or three of them down and be broad on some of them I wouldn't touch the for you page because here's because this is kind of what I'm trying to explain is that you want people to stay uh, on your content and you want them to interact with it. I don't want to show my wedding film TikTok to somebody that only wants to see videos on how to cook, you know, so I'm not going to put for you page and then it's going to show up on that person's for you page. They're going to scroll right past it and that's going to kill my numbers. I want people that love interacting with wedding TikToks with the you know, hashtag wedding dress, hashtag say yes to the dress, stuff like that. Because if they interact with those often and then I post one that has those hashtags, they're going to like it. They're going to comment. They're going to share with their friends, stuff like that. So posting hashtags that are relevant to what you do and not just ones that are quote unquote popular is very, very crucial. Um, Like I said before, keep your page somewhat central around you um, and your brand, you know, interact, you know, and, and, and show people who you are. That's very, very crucial. I think people love learning about people um that's why social media has gotten so popular that's why people take their opinion on skincare routines <laughs> that's such a random example but yeah uh, and honestly guys when it comes to the app itself um and how you can kind of utilize it and go into it um while you're watching other people's tiktoks interact with posts um that are just like what you make so if you have other wedding photographers on there that you follow interact with their posts like them comment just like instagram guys interacting with them um, will help your page show up on people's page that follow them as well which is very good um i do this a lot on instagram i'll go into people's let's say another wedding photographer in my local area that i love she posted and it got you know 20 comments i'll go into the people that liked her photo and i'll go in and i'll like some photos on those people's accounts um if i obviously like them i'm not trying to be fake in this scenario but interact with people that interact with posts of other like content creators god that was a long sentence so people that post wedding stuff interact with people that comment and like their videos that'll always help um you know carry over some social presence as people will kind of migrate to your work as well if they're like oh whose account is this they liked one of my videos or one of my photos they'll click your account and be like oh i love this stuff let me follow up something like that um and lastly guys a really big do is always use an interesting cover um if your video kind of fades in and fades out don't use the black screen nobody's going to be intrigued to click on that so always use a very interesting cover um on your tiktok and stuff like that but that's all the do's and don'ts i can think of next i want to move into the quantity of posting unlike other social media platforms you know like instagram facebook youtube um where quantity may not necessarily matter tiktok seems to have better um interactions and better um click-through rates when you post more often Instagram statistically shows the more stories you post, you actually get more interaction with your page. So stories you can post all day. You know, I wouldn't spam a concert. I mean, nothing is more annoying than when people go to a concert and they literally post 7,000 snaps on their, on their Instagram or snaps on their, on their snap story. Um, but Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, I mean, daily vlogging, for example, was big on YouTube when people weren't really doing it of source and blow. And, 
blowing up, like when Logan Paul and David Dobrik and them, it was blowing up. Now daily vlogging is kind of dead. People don't want to watch a nine-minute video every single day about what type of cereal you're eating anymore. They want more concise, you know, you know, fun, impactful videos. Let's look at David Dobrik, for example. The dude's posted a gazillion videos at four minutes and 21 seconds, and that, that's like the, th- the fame to him is like concise videos that are fun and enjoyable. Um, TikTok loves higher quantity postings. They definitely love when you post three, four times a day because it gives people um, more stuff to watch, more stuff to interact with because of how short nature the platform is. Various types of posting. I shoot for about two to three times daily. Um, one of them being usually something with me or something quick. It could be 15 seconds, guys. Just, hey, I love this. This is my favorite mic to use in the wedding day, and here's why. Boom. List five things. You're done. Show the mic as a B-roll clip. You're done. It's very, very small, interesting things. And then also, obviously, the content that you make for couples and stuff is very impactful. Moving into quick content, and kind of touched on it a lot just a second ago, but Quick content is crucial for this platform. I said it before a few sections earlier that you don't want to make stuff that's like super long and drawn out. Um, I found that my ones that have been full 60 seconds have always underperformed and ones that have been 35 and 45 seconds. So definitely think about how that can you know, benefit you in coming to making quick content. A big thing here is you want to think about the return on your investment. You're spending time to create these TikToks if you're not using, you know, carryover content, but to film yourself and stuff. So you got to ask yourself, is it worth spending two hours to film a TikTok on your camera, edit it in Premiere, bring it into, you know, TikTok, upload it, stuff like that, interact with people if you're not going to get any return on it. Probably not. You'll probably get a better return on, you know, spending that time on like a good Facebook ad and paying five bucks behind it or something like that. Um, so using quick content as fillers is crucial because it keeps people interacting with your page. So when you do post that really nice content that you made for like a couple, that'll blow up and do a lot better than, you know, just a quick 15 second video on your favorite mic and stuff like that. Impactful content will always supersede um, high time spent content, in my opinion. So if you spend three hours on a video and it doesn't do that well, because it's not really that impactful, but then you make a video that's really, really cool and impactful, um, definitely this will help you out um, and, and get way more engagement than your high time spent content. Like I said before, guys, use old media from past projects. Um, I shoot for about one, one in the th- like I said before, one to two a day should be of you. Um, and, but I would say having a good mark of one of the three, um, being you is a great start. Um, each wedding film can easily yield five plus 10 plus, in my opinion, TikTok ideas. I mean, I already make um, a lot of these, especially if I have enough shots from the day. So, I mean, some examples just to tell you guys is like, you could get 10 clips of the bride interacting with her dress, you know, five clips and then her in the dress and her walking, her holding the veil, her holding the end of the dress, stuff like that. Um, the bride and her bridesmaid, grooms shotgunning a beer, smoking a cigar, all the wedding details from the day, um, all the wedding drone footage. Um, let's see, ceremony vows, you know, maybe footage of the couple dancing, stuff like that. And then cake cutting, there's so many ideas where you can make quick, really quick 30 second videos that you can post two, three times a day. And you'll spend an extra, I mean, if you spend an extra hour, an extra hour making six to 10 30 second videos for tiktok no music behind them because you want to use the music on the platform of tiktok all you have to do is just upload it attach a song that's at least 15 30 seconds that's trending and post it and put an intriguing caption and this will help your carryover to other social media sites because your content will grow i've seen so many people post in facebook groups talking about how 
they were sleeping on TikTok and then they decided to change and put investing time into it and they grew it to over 300,000 followers and now their Instagram beat the 10K mark and now they can finally have, you know, swipe up links and stuff like that. Um, so definitely, I would say doing this and posting a lot of your wedding stuff while also like in integrating, you know, stuff about you will definitely help you out. Now, going from the, from quick content and the quantity into when you should actually be posting, we've always talked about post timing with Instagram, and that's always been helpful, and there's a lot of apps you can use for that. Um, like I said before, frequency with TikTok is important, but so is the timing. The timing can be very crucial. A vast majority, majority of users statistically on this app are on it early in the morning and after 6 p.m. A lot of this is because of the younger demographic, but also it's because when people have time to spend more than just three thumb scrolls, not many people go on the TikTok app and only scroll one or two times. They're on there for 30, 45 minutes. I mean, that's just because it's a short video platform. Repost maybe in the evening time. If you want to post one or schedule or have one ready for the early morning, that's great, but try to keep two or three more in the evening time. Um, some stats show the later the better. I mean, people are on this app real late at night when they're sitting at home in front of the TV or sitting at home making dinner, waiting for something to heat up. They're on the app scrolling. And I think that for me, my best engagement has always been like after 8 p.m. So I'll film some at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, save it in a draft, which you can save drafts for so long. And then I just will wait to click post until 10, 9, 10, 11. Sometimes I probably even go to bed if it's even like 12 a.m. Um, it just happens to do really good at that time and stuff like that. But Again, try everything out on your own, guys. Um, tracking your analytics is crucial. Track your engagement um, based on your post timing and adjust accordingly. Some stats will show different. Maybe your account will do different at certain times for what you're offering. But this is crucial why having that pro account and tracking those analytics can help you out a lot. I would say maybe make an Excel spreadsheet and just like track it like month to month. I try to do this with Instagram. Obviously, we get caught up with just like other life things. But it's crucial to have an, a good tracking sheet, in my opinion, for all your social media accounts, especially if you're really striving to hit certain numbers or um, I would say, you know, be good about certain things as far as like uh, your tracking and whatnot. So moving on to the last section here, guys, is self-involvement and to um, like have call to actions. This app would have no return for you if we didn't have that Instagram link, if we didn't have that YouTube, if we didn't have that link in the bio. So having a call to action um, is always give them something to click through. At the end of the video, if you want to put text on the screen that's like, follow my Instagram for more or follow my TikTok for more of these or something like that that keeps them kind of engaging with you or possibly keeps them engaging. That's the biggest thing here. Like I said, it can be something very simple. Um, it can be either externally going to a different link or a YouTube channel, something like that, or even internally within the app. There's no real negative impact in doing a good call to action or something like that um, because it'll keep people interacting with your feed or maybe going off to somewhere else that they can kind of interact with you or see your stuff. Whew, man, this is a lot. I feel like I need to take a breather for a second, but we're going to roll through as we're almost done. Um, like I said before, just last minute or second reminders, guys. Remember to be yourself. Um, keep yourself involved in this app. People will fall in love with your personality and who you are and stuff like that. Nothing's more frustrating when you go to somebody's you know website or page and you're three, four, five scrolls down before you even see who the heck is creating this stuff or who the heck is working this business. So for me, just like Instagram, I try to keep myself really involved as posting myself as often as possible um, just to say hello or even just like a quick tip or something like that. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. Like I asked you before, if you do me a huge favor, review the podcast, it would be great. Um, as always, 
have a great week guys have a great weekend halloween's coming up i'm super pumped i was actually the purge at a party the other day a purge person um always love those movies are those creepy to you guys i don't know but enjoy halloween whatever you're dressing up as be ha- be have fun and be safe I'll talk to you guys in the next episode peace